Hi, I'm Akanksha Savnal and this is the Made for More podcast by A Curve Story, one of India's first inclusive and body positive clothing brands. Join us as we chat with change makers who are breaking stereotypes and creating a new normal. This week's episode features the dynamic Dinesh Mohan, a 62-year-old actor, model and influencer who is now also referred to as the silver fox of the Indian fashion industry. Dinesh has had a magnificent transformation from battling depression and feeling like he didn't want to get out of bed to today walking ramps every single day. Join me as I have a path-breaking conversation with Dinesh about this transformation, his life, his inspiration and much more. Hi Dinesh, it's so so great for you to be here with us on this episode of the Made for More podcast. I'm so excited that you took out the time to share your marvelous transformational journey and story with us. Yeah, you're most welcome. I'm so happy to be talking to you. Thank you. So I want to uh, go right into the questions with you. You've spoken time and again about how you had a dark phase in life that kind of helped you become the person you are today. Who's also known as the silver fox of modeling in India, and uh, I want you to, you know, maybe tell our audience a little bit about that phase because that was the starting point of your journey towards, you know, everything you are today. So, how would you kind of describe this journey from finding it difficult to, you know, walk or wake up in the morning to actually walking ramps now? Yeah, correct. It started uh, happening a long time back because, you know. at times your life events or the circumstances that you are placed in uh, uh, become uh, too hard for you to you know reconcile with or adjust to and cope up with so in my case also you know uh, there were certain negative circumstances which at that point of time i wasn't able to you know uh, counter properly in the correct spiritual manner mm-hmm. and so i started giving up internally uh, over a period of time and slowly started you know slipping into that dark uh, pit of uh, depression so to say and uh, it became a full blown case of depression uh, uh, around 2005 or 6 yeah. when i had already given up my profession my job i had taken voluntary retirement mm-hmm. and my weight had started increasing because uh, my eating habits were self destructive Mm-hmm. you know i i used to hate myself so much my circumstances what happened to me mm-hmm. in life and all that i just didn't want to live in a healthy manner mm-hmm. so that depression and the weight gain they led to a lot of other uh, mental and physical ailments culminating into you know my inability uh, to walk i could not walk uh, it started happening in around 2009 Uh, after i was already 4 uh, 5 years into depression mm-hmm. and one fine morning you know uh, as i've been talking about it i just could not uh, get up from my bed and you know stand up even so walking uh, was totally out of question mm-hmm. and uh, this hit me very hard and you know uh, i uh, somewhere in some corner of my mind i had already started revolting Mm-hmm. against this situation of mine because it led to my being totally handicapped and dependent on others so mm-hmm. that thing i wasn't ready to accept so right from the moment that ailment started i decided somewhere deep down that i have to fight mm-hmm. but since i was a loser and i was always you know 
uh, a person who would give up so mm-hmm. externally i kept that you know facade and that show of giving up and being in a pitiable state and everybody should you know pity me and you know have sympathy for me i kept that up for a long time but then Being slowly the i start <laughs> yes slowly i started realizing that uh, who am i actually harming by my you know self imposed whatever uh, and my reaction to to the situation i was in so the answer came loud and clear that it was me only because everybody who was looking after me or in my close family had their own lives they had their jobs they had their social circle they had their friends and they would attend to me only when they were free mm. mentally they were always there they were always worried but physically it's not possible so i thought okay then le- let me you know assist myself let me come to my own aid first and then expect help from others uh, so uh, and a lot of things pushed me in that direction uh, the behavior of my family members who were very loving and affectionate but who very very you know strongly wanted that i should be independent so all these things made a lot of difference mm-hmm. and i decided that i have to take things in my hands and went on a weight loss journey a fitness mm-hmm. journey uh, weight loss was comparatively easier mm-hmm. uh, but my uh, relearning to walk you know for that mm-hmm. i had to go to a physiotherapist and there were a lot of falls i used to fall a lot of times and the panic would set in and things like that right. but i kept on i kept on and the rest is you know in front of everybody actually that's the uh, most important part of this journey i feel because you know it, it does get darkest before dawn and in your case the i think the transformation was more of your mindset than even the body because that is the toughest bit to conquer for everybody and Correct. how did you kind of change that you know like self talk from taking it from absolute negative victim mentality to going to a point where you empowered yourself to be stronger fitter especially mentally how did that transformation kind of take place for you yeah correct uh, very thankfully uh, we are living in a country called india where spirituality and culture is a very strong component of our lives correct you know so for every every kind of solution or when you are uh, in trouble or you want to go to something we go to normally we go to spirituality and we try to find spiritual answers mm-hmm. so this happened in my case also during that dark phase since i could not move around i was mostly dependent on books you know i would read a lot okay. so uh, somebody sent a spiritual book for me uh, during that phase uh, and i started reading that which was exactly you know uh, autobiography of a yogi by swami yogananda ji so okay. i started reading that book and uh, i realized that okay the, you you can find a lot of answers in spirituality why things happen to us the way they happen and who do we blame do we blame nature do we blame others or do we blame god and i realized that no uh, it's only our own choices in life that we can blame for our situation Correct. you know things go on happening to people there'll be troubles as human being there'll be physical troubles there'll be mental troubles your circumstances will change people will leave you but your own reaction to those situations is the thing that will you know lay out the path for the rest of your life Correct. so the moment i realized that and there were a lot of books that i read during that phase so the precise answer to your question is that spirituality absolutely helped me to get out of that phase 
that's so great because i mean even for me i feel like when i had a phase where i was lost before uh, i moved into a business that is what i do now uh, i also had this phase where i felt so lost and like i didn't belong and to an extent it was also spirituality for me that kind of brought me out of that space it wasn't as big a transformation maybe uh, but like in my journey i think that was one of the low points where i felt like you know it did actually change my outlook towards life and right. uh, coming to my next question once you had you know corrected your self talk you'd made it more empowering and more positive what led you to choose modeling as your next uh, step in the journey yeah this is a very interesting question you know nothing led me to choose uh, i guess uh, god was leading the field of modeling to choose me oh, as wow. a model and actor you know i i had never heard uh, that there is something called modeling for people like me okay. at that till that point of time or uh, i i knew that anybody can try acting if you're talented and there's no age limit but somebody like me you know who wasn't out of the house and who was freshly out of a lot of problems in life i was not confident enough to ever think of stepping in front of the camera but then as you know destiny would have it my physiotherapist father used to work in a modeling agency incidentally oh. that agency yes <laughs> see how one thing connects to another in life cosmic cosmic you know? change cosmic yeah i lost weight i wanted to walk again i tried many physiotherapists uh, that day when i went for a session but this guy was the only one who was present in his clinic at okay. that time so i walked in without an appointment and he welcomed me and we connected and you know his father happened to be working in a modeling agency and he insisted that they, they are coming up with a shoot which might require somebody like you so you you give it a try yeah. so with a lot of hesitation uh you know i said yes and i went for that audition and i was selected and uh, you know that uh, from that day onwards i haven't looked back everything has been you know rolling on to another achievement another success another new milestone for me so That's it's going so on amazing. like that amazing it's amazing because you i think you let off uh, let go of control and let universe do its magic for you decide for me yes. correct correct till date i work like that till date i never run after things i never plan much no over planning in my case mm-hmm. i just you know am positively doing my job and leave the rest to destiny that is what i do that is such a great way actually to look at it because i mean it's also something that i think i needed to hear because i am like a control freak i like to plan everything i like to know every hour what am i doing how is the week looking sometimes i think doing too much of that you're trying to control something so much that there is no room for magic which you've already taught me in like 15 <laughs> which minutes the uni- universe is only magic <laughs> exactly so uh, uh, personally i like to thank you for this lesson that i have already in the first 15 minutes you most welcome and <laughs> uh, so if you can tell us what you know what was your exact feeling like the first time you auditioned or the first time you walked the ramp because again it's such an alien experience for you until that point right so i would love to know like right. what what was the emotion that you were feeling when you did it the first time see when i went for my audition with a great uh, hesitation and saying a lot of no 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 i can't do it so my one of my family members my brother in law mm-hmm. precisely he took me forcefully 
that no you have to go this is a chance you have to take you know you just cannot sit at home so yes. when i entered that agency and there was a dark corridor out of which we were led into a room full of young boys and girls so mm. i thought what the hell where have i landed up you know they were all six feet almost and they were very toned and fit and i was still struggling with my weight and uh, struggling with my how to walk you know and wasn't confident enough so i told my brother in law okay let's leave now because there's a lot of uh, you know waiting period so many people before me and i'm not confident enough he said no we've come so far you know i've taken a leave from my office so please attend the audition and then decide try kar so lo. that is <laughs> try kar lo <laughs> correct so you know uh, whenever i talk about these things there there are new facts that emerge because my memory is not that good okay. so i i you know i i thought that my brother in law would say no because he is also a very good looking man so okay. i told him okay i'll i'll take the audition only if you also take the audition and oh, wow. i knew that he yes i always knew in my heart that he is very anti camera you know he was huh. because he he is into uh, corporate life and you know but uh, thankfully he said okay i'll do it but you also do it wow and he also got yeah he also got selected i also got selected but he never meant, uh, went for any shoot he was offered a lot of shoots but he never went for that so till date you know i i tell him that okay you could also have been a good model <laughs> maybe he so, had a different path and this one was meant for you he has a, he has a different path he, he is there in my life as a silent support mm-hmm. so maybe in the same profession things would have been different correct correct so what was the first shoot you did after you auditioned and you got selected what was the first shoot or what was the product or what was it the, for yeah no it wasn't a product exactly because that agency does a lot of images and uh, they keep those images for clients to you know they create scenarios okay okay like like stock like images you see yeah stock images correct yes, yes. correct so they were doing a shoot uh, they had created a scenario of a modeling agency and uh, where a lot of shoots are happening and they projected me as the head of that modeling agency so even okay. that was very surprising for me because i used to think i'm not fit i'm not funky enough and all that mm-hmm. but they obviously they saw something in me and the mm-hmm. shoot by chance incidentally kept on getting postponed Uh, for two months, and it happened right on the uh, on the day of my birthday in 2016. Oh wow! So yeah, so that is uh, uh, that came as a birthday gift, so to say, and uh, from Don't there, like you know, I, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I started gaining a lot of confidence, and you know, started going on for uh, more auditions, and even that agency gave me at least 90 to 100 shoots. Wow. Uh, within a period of yeah within a period of 3 4 months they kept me very busy and then somebody suggested that you are tall and you are fit and why don't you try ramp modeling and i know a designer who who needs a model for his opening show in uh, amazon fashion week fdcis in delhi correct so i went for that audition and got selected and you know i was the opening model and it was a huge ramp in uh, nehru stadium in delhi mm-hmm. uh, where the fashion weeks happen and like all top notch designers photographers choreographers models everybody was there and uh, i felt very emotional 
that mm. here is somebody who could not walk and uh, i could see myself on the monitor and you know the energy uh, behind stage uh, in a fashion show is Correct. like crazy it's infectious it you like yes <laughs> so yeah i was very emotional but it happened and you know it's going on touch wood till date no that is it is amazing because you know uh, sometimes all you need is maybe one family member one stranger to show you right. the mirror that maybe you can't see at that point yes and if you hang Absolutely. on to that string of hope we are seeing your entire journey and we can see like what that has done yeah you know you know what uh, you very rightly said it because in life you know we are so focused that we uh, at times become myopic you understand right. what is myopia myopia is if you look up too close at something you yes. can't see it clearly you can't so see you the big picture yes so you need to detach yourself and step back and then take a relook at things and then things start falling into place right so no that's the, uh, absolutely true because i feel like even even in your case like modeling wasn't something that you were absolutely trying to go for your idea was just Not that you know yeah. you just wanted to be more mobile start walking on your own and start living a normal life kind of thing right. yeah let's give it a try kind of attitude yeah correct and sometimes it's you know it's okay to try something entirely i'll just say that again sometimes it's uh, okay. there is a train going on ah, here yeah yeah <laughs> right next to my home <laughs> so we get that all the time <laughs> okay i'll just wait for it to pass <laughs> sure it, it's it's a shatabdi expressway <laughs> it will take oh. yeah it's gone now okay <laughs> so uh sometimes i think it's that it's about holding on to that one string of hope and knowing that you know something better will come along which is Uh, right. so good to see in your case as well and uh, you know you've you've mentioned in interviews before and uh, you know like I've, I've in all the research that we've done you used to be a government employee right and from right. that you've right. gone to being like a full time fashion model now uh, <laughs> right at, and as far as i understand this transition was god sent it wasn't something yes. that was in your scheme of things Uh, am right. I right when I say that, or was there some level of inclination correct. you had? <laughs> no, 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 not inclination. Mm. Uh, I had, but I had some premonition. Mm. You know, I don't know when when I became all right uh, in the year two thousand thirteen to two thousand fifteen till before I became a model. Most of my posts on Facebooks are uh, on Facebook are fashion related. You know, I oh. would be fascinated. Okay. Yes. Uh, there was a fascination for fashion for fashion models and you know i used to watch a lot of fashion channels on my tv during those days and i simply didn't know why am i my relatives why are you getting drawn to ask, yes uh, there's a relative in my family who's a doctor a famous doctor and he used to say why do you want watch this channel <laughs> what what do, it's it's so superficial it's so narcissistic and so you know whatever shallow yeah why do you watch i said I don't know maybe I like it when it when the music is running in the background and when you whenever you have time to look at screen you see beautiful people walking so that might be the only reason so right. there was some plan going on somewhere to push me in that direction yeah your deeper calling maybe right like without realizing you kind of invited it into your life correct correct so we run a, a size inclusive 
and every actually every other kind of inclusive clothing brand and a lot of people right. feel like fitness has to do with the size and you have constantly you know broken that stereotype it you know people think you have to be a certain age you have to be a certain size frame and you know you are somebody who's the prime example of how age could just be a number and how feeling fit is more about being fit in the mind than just the body so like right. what would you tell our listeners who are here today about you know just uh, the self talk and inculcating that habit of building that confidence on a daily basis what could you tell our uh, listeners for that yeah correct because you know with time i realized that okay there are all kinds of constructs and ideologies about your physical appearance and uh, uh, the way you carry yourself which are being imposed on us by everybody okay. since childhood you know yes. and this this a constant trying to live up to others expectations but when i you know uh, uh, came into the second phase of my life mm. i decided that enough enough is enough and i'm going to you know only look after my own needs my own ideology my own thinking and not you know constantly try to make others happy by doing whatever they expected me to do and this included a lot of things my lifestyle the way i used to dress uh, mm. i refused to color my hair uh, mm. and things like that and so i would you know from inside i used to relish this thought of being uh, rebelling against people who used to put me down on you know age shaming and body shaming and clothes shaming and all kinds of judgments and shaming correct so yes i everybody see nobody is perfect mm. uh, i am into fitness i do a lot of workout i work as a model but i am not fit in correct. the uh, you know classic meaning uh, of the word and correct yeah and nobody can ever be if you are healthy in your body and up here in your brain i guess and being healthy up here is more important than because this leads to everything Correct. in the universe absolutely so you invite energies and if you think healthy if you think positive if you are joyful then everything is falls and i've been telling in all my uh, you know even on indian idol i spoke this thing that people should lose weight only if it is hampering their medical uh, you know health Correct. if it's medically needed advisable but right. for this yes and but for the sake of looks please don't lose weight because everybody looks good only if they carry themselves with this kind of confidence that i'm good looking you know you don't have to be typically good looking of Correct. of a certain height size color and things like that yeah. it's only if you accept yourself for who you beautiful. are right yeah right. Yeah so everybody else and by beautiful i don't mean external beauty correct. but what you think inside correct so then then everybody will take you as a beautiful person that's so well said coming to uh, just what you said i would like to also understand like because you know you were somebody who has battled depression um do you have any kind of daily practices that you do to keep your mental health in check or um you know do you have any kind of day to day routines that you've made a part of your life now to just yes. you know stay positive and stay healthy yeah correct because a workout working out 
is something that I'm very very you know uh, I do it very religiously mm-hmm. and I make sure even in the coldest of weathers that I go for my walk and for my run and I work out at home lift weights at home and you know whatever I want to do fitness plus second thing is my diet I make sure that I eat only what I want to eat nobody can you know force feed me or tell me to eat something and no situation at all see if somebody calls me for a party or a dinner or a lunch i make it clear to them that okay you're doing this for my happiness so don't force me to eat what i don't want to eat because mm-hmm. my happiness will then get get hampered correct uh, so you've I learned realize, to kind of prioritize yourself right. and everything and you the most want. important most important thing that keeps me grounded is that Uh, I found a fresh connection with my family you know my sister my brother in law mm. and uh, my bhanja and just being with them talking to them playing with my bhanja is the thing that you know can get me out of the worst blues ever mm. so connecting with family is also very important in one's journey correct i mean having the right support system is so important especially like you know how you and also appreciating that Yes. and appreciating that support system everybody Absolutely. takes it for granted correct that okay ye hai ye to mera karenge but it should not be like that <laughs> yeah i mean i think we need to give some time to just be grateful for the family that stuck by yes, us when we absolutely. were not so lovable yes yes <laughs> nobody nobody is so lovable at any point of time correct <laughs> yeah you can't be lovable all the time so especially when someone is there not even the biggest of celebrities and glamorous people are not lovable at home let me assure you that <laughs> no actually uh, that's actually that's that's an interesting point because uh, yeah. i think we uh, family and support system like you said is something we take for granted and we kind of forget right. how big a role they play in where we are today yeah. like holding the fort at home or like giving you the right push when required yeah it's very very interesting you know because initially when i had started facing a lot of success in the industry mm-hmm. so it it initially it went a little bit to my head so okay. i i would come back home and you know throw tantrum that there is my tea and all and then my family my sister and my brother in law told me that you're not a star here go and sit mm-hmm. quietly in your corner <laughs> if you deserve a cup of tea you will get it <laughs> that's great so they keep you date, humble also <laughs> yeah till date they are like that they'll do something for me only if they want to do it <laughs> otherwise they won't <laughs> that's great because you know i mean it it happens a lot where uh if you've seen success whatever success is to each person you end up yeah. you know feeling like you've conquered something so big that you can you know like throw tantrums no, 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 and no, no, wait no, around so no, it's amazing no. that you have people everybody you. everybody is everybody is dispensable the graveyard is full of indispensables in the world <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so do you, now you just mentioned how you know you thought that the fame kind of got to you a little bit initially so yes, how do you initially. think your life has changed after you started being recognized as a model do people stop you on the road and go like sir photo yeah. hai yes absolutely and i'm so grateful to people and to god that it it is happening to a nobody like me whom nobody would give a second you know look and uh, i i actually love to connect with people i mean i have to be a little bit careful uh, mm-hmm. because of this uh, covid thing going on Correct. but i love to go in the middle of people i love to connect to people i never say no to selfies 
आई नेवर यू नो से नो टू मिक्सिंग अप विद पीपल एंड आई एम वेरी वेरी ग्रेटफुल दैट दीज थिंग एंड इट टेक्स यू ऑन अनदर लेवल हु वुड नॉट यू नो लाइक टू बी रेकग्नाइज एंड स्टॉप्ड समवेयर एंड टोल्ड दैट यू आर दिस गुड एंड यू आर दिस गुड सो दैट इज या आई मीन हु डजंट लव अटेंशन यस एब्सोल्युटली एंड पीपल्स अटेंशन यू नो comes very very rarely and in very few people's lives no right. so i'm very lucky and lot of gratitude for people's love that's so nice so you've obviously defied all these uh, age barriers and stereotypes that the society usually levies on you know everyone so what is right. your stand about the stereotypes that are age related yeah it's i've been I, I've never fallen a prey to these, you know, uh, stereotypical uh, con- constructs that everybody is imposing on you. That age ho gaya, uh, don't do this now. Ab Bhagwan ka naam zada lo, sit and meditate, and you know things like that. Kabi bhajan karo, satsang karo. All that is okay. That's okay if it makes you happy. That is okay. But my bhajan and my satsang is the job that I'm given to do. Correct. You know. that connects me to everybody so my satsang is that i love to go and do my job and time mil gaya to i'll sit and meditate also and thank god but you know uh, it's my connection to my work that is my best uh, spiritual uh, this thing you know thanks to uh, this nature and god and so that is the thing a bit um with a lot of love from your audience i'm sure there is also a lot of negative backlash that comes right there will be haters Correct. there are people who will troll so how have you kind <laughs> of managed taking care of that side of uh, the criticism that comes through your way yeah again initially you know th- there are two kinds of trolling which is happening in our country mm-hmm. i mean as far as i am concerned and it might come as a surprise or a shock to you mm-hmm. there's a lot of sexual trolling and there's a lot of you know abusive trolling so these two are very objectionable and very irritating you know even yeah. males like me get trolled sexually a lot and harassed sexually a lot online you know okay. so uh, thank god and save the women uh, they are very brave how do they face it i don't know so mm-hmm. initially i was very shocked and very irritated and you know i thought that i should go uh, off from social media because th- this thing i could not just could not digest that i'm being talked to as a sexual object you know by a lot yeah. of people uh, who are following me so but then i decided okay it's their thinking and it doesn't Uh, you know change my thinking and i should focus more on my work so slowly over a period of time i started uh, you know uh, tolerating i mean not tolerating but i learned to ignore uh, these comments and not blame myself for you know if i i They're look doing. a certain way yeah or you know so i stopped blaming myself for the kind of reactions that i was getting from people Hmm. I realize that it's the sickness of their brains, so they have Correct. to deal with it. Not absolutely, me. yes, of course. And we've uh, throughout uh, the conversation, we've spoken about how uh, important having like a support system is. And we've already—I uh, mean, you've obviously spoken about your sister, your brother-in-law, who played such a big part in you know your journey so far. So, who have been your cheerleaders along with them? throughout this journey and uh, the ones who you know genuinely motivated you to go for your dreams i mean yes oh, absolutely my mom mm-hmm. and uh, yeah she is in her late 90s 
and she's always been very supportive and i am i i hope and i'm sure that i'm always there in her prayers because she's a lot of into spirituality and she lives a full well rounded life okay. so she's constantly sending me those good wishes and you know a lot of my success can be attributed to my mom's uh, prayers and you know because i don't ask the universe for anything because mm. i know my mom is there to take care of asking from the universe oh that's so, so cute. i don't ask for <laughs> my mom is there my my prayers are done <laughs> <laughs> she she prays for all of you <laughs> yes absolutely always so uh, we are going to do a fun rapid fire now uh yeah, these sure. questions obviously weren't shared with you before so we'll try to keep yes. it as candid as we can <laughs> cool If you can tell me your life mantra in three words. Three words. Yes. Uh pray, work out, love. Okay. Uh what are the three things that you do to keep fit every single day? Same same things. <laughs> What's your favorite cheat meal? My favorite cheat meal. is uh, at times you know i love to eat what my mom cooks for me and that, that is a lot of oily food and stuff any specific like that. So, dish yeah yeah alu ka paratha okay <laughs> which once in every 6 months i have to have once in 6 oh my months, god you wait 6 months to have it <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh your favorite artist or actor right now uh actor favorite actor is uh Uh, I watched a web series which is called Arya, and the right. answer is obvious. Yeah, Sushmita Sen right now. Uh, your biggest inspiration? Uh, everybody who is struggling with their circumstances. I won't take big names, mm-hmm. but I, I love watching people and the way they are struggling and trying to, you know, make both ends meet yeah. and look after their family. So every the poorest of poor person, you know. there is a guy uh, here on the red light who mm. doesn't have any arms mm. but he is so cheerful he is so joyful he never asks you for money he will just come and ask you how are you doing today and one day he told me that he his wife is not there and mm. he has an 11 year old son and this guy without his arms cooks for him washes his clothes sends him to school and the kid is doing very well in school so these people are not celebrated anywhere on any platform they are not celebrities they don't have a blue tick on their you know instagram, instagram or facebook <laughs> but they are the real heroes yeah that's such a great thought actually uh your yes. most memorable shoot yet uh my most memorable shoot of course uh, for bharat with salman khan because that was the first of its kind for me Mm. and uh, i i was very nervous but i didn't want to show my nervousness <laughs> at all so there i learned what actual acting is you know because i was falling apart inside <laughs> and the butterflies were tickling me like hell but from outside i would i had to and the next one was uh, for a movie called the bench which okay. is there on youtube in which you know the, the story it's a short film for which i won best actor award oh. and uh, that that is a story of uh, you know parents being thrown out on roads uh, okay. by kids okay so yeah these two were all time favorite all right what is your favorite outfit to wear when you want to feel the most confident my phata purana jeans ke sawa and uh, you know 
whenever see i'm very narcissistic because ab to model bhi ban gaya so jab bhi whenever i <laughs> whenever i eat a little bit more some day like yesterday was my birthday and very oh, happy birthday <laughs> thank you so much so there was a lot of cake eating and all that so the next day you know like today in the morning i tried the oldest pair you know the pair of jeans in which i did my first shoot because mm. at that time i was the thinnest you know i was 74 kgs at that time now i am 78 kgs but okay. those jeans fit me perfectly and that is the best satisfaction i can have in life <laughs> that okay <laughs> i still have it yeah. i still have it <laughs> what is the one young sorry what is the one piece of advice that you would like to give the youth of the country uh please don't be so stuck up uh things will happen for you also please mm. please get off this you know constant running and trying to catch speedy trains all the time in your mm. life just sit back take a cup of tea or coffee in your hands enjoy the beauty of the world and never be in a rush things right. will happen for you right i think yes. even i needed that <laughs> <laughs> correct uh and now since this is the made for more podcast i'm i'm reaching the last question that uh, we have for you what was the turning point in your life i mean we were kind of highlighted it but i still want to ask what is the turning point in your life that you that made you realize that you were made for more i was made for more yes absolutely you know the the day my brother in law sat down sat me down and you know he gave me a long lecture on you know how i am you know spoiling my own life and be, by being dependent and all and how uh, i was always uh, uh, an above average you know my iq level was always very good so he told me that you have to find the strength inside and there's a lot more that you can still contribute to society and to yourself you know so just don't give up and so that was the day i realized that okay maybe i can do more than what i have done in my life you know maybe the earlier phase in which i gave up my job that mm-hmm. was voluntary because i did it myself so i can achieve even more than that now and prove to those people who made me give up on my dreams that mm-hmm. okay i i can still you know create bigger dreams and make them a reality That's a beautiful thought and I wish you all the best in the uh, the amazing milestones that you're about to reach now and thank in the so years much. to come and I'd like thank to thank you, so you again for you know just taking your time and being your raw real self and sharing your story I feel like I learned like so many things in just the last 45 minutes of the <laughs> thank conversation Thank you so much Thank you so and much I appreciate it happy birthday again and <laughs> I hope so this year's great Yes. And yes, um, I do hope so. And I'm definitely going to reach out when we launch our uh, menswear line. <laughs> Please do. Please. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.